0: Hello, this is Paula, your host here at Knowing Me, Knowing You with Paula. I appreciate you tuning in, and if you enjoyed today's message, I would love it if you shared it with a friend. The topic of conversation today is an important puzzle piece that enhances the larger picture of our lives. Self love and self care are essential to our emotional, mental, spiritual, and physical well being and should be placed at the top of our goal list, to-do list, and daily task list. I have a question for you. Do you or someone you know feel burnt out, exhausted, directionless, depressed, overwhelmed? My returning guest and regular contributor to the KMKY platform, Heather Stewart, who is also known by her followers as The Bliss Coach, felt those exact emotional and physical states many years ago. In our very first episode together, Heather shared that it took an emotional breakdown while she sat alone in her car for her as a wife and mum of a young child to finally realize it was time for her to make an important decision and a change for both her mental and physical well-being. In her first episode with us, Heather shared how she went from feeling burnt out reactive, empty, and directionless, to exploring herself, tapping into her inner wisdom, taking the time to nurture herself, which in turn helped to boost her confidence and shine her light. Heather Stewart, the founder of Connecting to Bliss Coaching, Shoot Your Shine programs and workshops, is joining us once again from the East Coast of Canada. And to learn more about Heather, I invite you to tune into her past two episodes with me, where we talked about motherhood, self-care, which is a topic she is very passionate about, the breaking point in her life, becoming a Jay Shetty coach. And our second episode together was all about travel. And if you are looking to book a vacation in the coming future, this episode is filled with tons of information you may want to hear. Now that you know a little bit about our topic, about my beautiful co-host for today, let me not waste any more time. And let's now go beyond the hellos and gain insight, information, and much food for thought. Enjoy. Well, hello, Heather. Welcome back to Knowing Me, Knowing You, and the KMKY family. It's lovely to see your face again.
1: Because you oh, love- Paula, you're such a gem. I love seeing you and and thank you so much for having me on your podcast again. I always yeah. love spending time chatting with you. So it's just like having coffee with a good friend. <laughs> it is, right? It's such a pleasure always seeing you. And it's a
0: shame that we live on total opposite ends of Canada. Yes. <laughs> but how beautiful is this that we can connect and share uh, knowledge and information with people right around the world
1: through this portal, right? Mm, it's incredible. I mean, there's pluses and minuses to the technology and and um, availability we have to these types of things, but yeah. this is definitely a plus for sure. Yeah, yeah. So there is a lot that's been going on
0: in your world, yeah, because you just started your own podcast. So welcome to the podcasting family. (laughs) I'm so excited. (laughs) I love your messages and I highly recommend to listeners tap in and have a listen. You know, there's so many beautiful voices out there sharing such insightful golden nuggets and takeaways. And you definitely are one of those people that I highly recommend
1: people well, you are you are uh, an inspiration to me as well paula so thank you so much thank for you. inspiring me to to create that podcast <laughs> yeah thank you and
0: so right so i'll let you share the name and yeah. why that name
1: <laughs> why the heck okay so yes i started my podcast i just finished episode 8 and it is called let's taco about bliss yeah, I and, love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's exactly what I want people to do when they hear it is to smile and laugh about it because it is a bit silly. But I wanted to incorporate the two things that I love and that is tacos and being light and silly, as well as personal development and growth and just creating a space to be light about this sometimes heavy topics that we can kind of dive into when it comes to personal development and growth. And and I want to create a safe space for people to really think about things and not have to be like we were just talking about feeling like they're doing it wrong or doing it bad. And it's just to try and open people's minds up to a different way of thinking or to help them grow and learn and and have fun while doing it and and be silly and goofy and that's basically me wrapped up in a in a title of a podcast. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, yeah. So I would like listeners to know that your
0: details are clickable links in the show notes and encourage everyone as well not only to you know tune in and follow you on your podcast but also to follow you on your social media because your Instagram uh, posts are always funny. I absolutely love them because you and I are so similar. We like to yeah, we laugh are. at ourselves. We do. Right? Self deprecating humor for the win. That's it. Like you say, life is full of a roller coaster ride, mm-hmm. and we become so serious about things that we really need to learn to laugh at ourselves more, right? right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I find it so much easier to. Develop myself and and be willing to learn and grow. If I if I make, f- I don't want to say make fun of it, but that's essentially what I do. It's just like being able to laugh is so much better than having to be so hard on yourself all the time yes. and realizing that nobody's perfect. Nobody's yes. got it right, and yes. let's just figure this out in a way that's fun and and light and just yeah, let's just yeah. do this. <laughs> on the topic of laughter, mm-hmm. something that I
0: have been working on for quite some time. Is actually laughing in situations where you would normally feel frustrated. Find that it just really breaks that tension around you. Right? Totally find the humor as often
1: as you can. Right in your yeah, life. I don't. I don't know if you know this about me, Paula, but I'm actually a really good songwriter. <laughs> oh, I did not know. Secret. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> okay. a songwriter at all. I, I like to think I am. But what I started doing if I'm driving and I get frustrated with a driver or something, I'll immediately break out into making up a song about my frustration or whatever the situation <laughs> is. And I end up... In tears at myself and how silly and ridiculous this song ends up being, but it's so awesome. Like it really, like you said, it cuts the tension. It makes the situation. Uh, even just going back thinking about it, like would I have remembered getting pissed off at that driver, or whatever the situation was, if I had just stayed in that place? No, but now I can look back and oh my god, do you remember this song that I created? <laughs> it, it creates like such a good anchor memory of of just being silly and having fun. So that, yeah, I'm totally yeah. with you on that one. There's two of the things that kind of came into play for me, changing my behaviors around being reactive. And it's making the conscious decision that that's not how I want it to be. Yeah. And realizing that, I'm still probably going to get reactive, but allowing myself the grace to be like, okay, I'm reactive. Now is my time to shine and switch my direction into doing something that I truly want to do rather than keep going with the pattern that I was doing before. So those are two other things that kind of have to come in between, um like before. As well here when we're talking about this, because we're both coaches and I
0: just mm-hmm. recently certified. Yay. And um, you know, which is so exciting. It's been that was so quite exciting. a roller coaster but something there as well is that life really is about learning and growing and so also just getting to know yourself and then you know finding these tools and yeah. and ways of being that are better for you so that you can be happier in your life and less reactive in situations which would normally just shake your world. And so, but this takes time. We are always work in progress. Like I am yeah. nowhere near perfect. You know, I still freak out sometimes. And then I sit back and think, why did I let myself down? Right. And then I beat <laughs> myself up. Yeah. And then Wait. I think I shouldn't be doing that. Yep. <laughs> it's my it's like that. Yeah. My self cycle. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a it's a personal growth process that we all you know, go through. We have to start yeah. somewhere, and it's uh, just recognizing what we're doing. Yeah, being self aware. This leads me into because you have been working on. Don't you have a you have a workshop or something that's coming up <laughs> right with shoot your shine? Is that correct? Yeah.
1: So I have a few. So. Although I'm a life coach, I am really leaning into and embracing my educator, my teacher, because that's really where I shine. And that's where I feel like I can have the most impact for people. I love coaching. Don't get me wrong. But something about being able to teach people, it just ignites me. It honestly, truly, I I get giddy. And so I'm really leaning into creating as much education as I possibly can. And I have a lot of education already completed, ready to go. And that is called um, my fun shops, my bliss fun shops. So those are available to book. And they're basically for groups of three to six people, can be virtually, can be in person if you're one of the blessed people that live in St. John's like I do, where we just um talk about a specific topic like core values or to be lists, but I'm also really wanting to widen my impact for people. And so I'm creating a monthly free masterclass for people. Um, So every month I'll be hosting a free masterclass, usually around the middle of the month. So the first one coming up on February 15th is um, dealing with burnout. And uh, it's, it's about mastering the skills to Stopping burnout, reversing burnout, making sure preventing burnout, those types of things. So, yeah, the, so that's the one in February. And then in March, I have Mastering Your Time, which I had actually done before and it went really well, but and it was really, really well received. So I was like, let's do it again. <laughs> yeah. How do people
0: connect and sign up for these workshops?
1: Did I usually post the link I'm on every day in my Instagram account? So if you follow me at Heather, the, Heather the Coach you'll see the links in my stories. Um, and I'm in the middle because this is a new endeavor of doing the monthly. I'm just in the middle of creating a page actually on my website to host all the links. So once I have that, uh, Paula, I can send it that's to you, great. but I haven't quite finished it great. yet. So is there a link in your bio, uh, on your Instagram page, which
0: is at Heather, the coach, there's a link yes. in your bio and then yes. they can go and sign up. So that's
1: absolutely that's right. wonderful. And how long are these little workshops? Between 45 minutes and an hour, it really just depends. I max out the group at 20 people um, okay. to enable me to take questions and comments and things like that. So depending on the engagement and the and the questions that come up, it might be a little bit longer, but I really want to be mindful of people's time and make sure that it's at least under an hour or so. Yeah. Beautiful.
0: You've been very busy since we last <laughs> chatted. I mean, our last topic that we <laughs> chatted about was travel. And before yeah. that it was all about self care, right? So you've been yeah. really busy. But beautiful yeah. how this is again this evolution and this personal development and stepping forward. And, you know, just like you said, you started with the coaching, but now you're really putting on that educator mm-hmm. hat, which I really think I think you're on the right track. <laughs>
1: Yeah. yeah I <laughs> well, really it's funny when you lean teacher. into something you actually like doing, like it's again, it's not that I don't love coaching. I absolutely do. And it, the transformations that you're able to achieve when coaching, but yes. there's just something different about teaching for me. And it's like, when you lean into what that is, it's just, I mean, pe- yes. everyone sees it. Everyone can feel it. Everyone can see it. And so that's why I was like, okay, well, this is clearly where I need to go. <laughs> to go <right? laughs> so you're reading a book, Self-Love. It's not so much reading as it is writing. It's a lot of writing. <laughs> it's actually right
0: here. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. And who is that book by and what what, what exactly? Because you're writing then. So there must be journal
1: prompts or something in there? By Mary Jelkovsky. Yeah. And it's called 100 Days of Self-Love, a guided journal. What has been your biggest takeaway so far? The answer to your question is twofold. One, I have a lot of work to do when it comes to my own self-love. Yeah, just getting deep in there. Like it's not like surface mm-hmm. level questions. It's not like, what do you like most about your physical body? <laughs> it's like <laughs> they're deep questions that are like yeah. pretty So I have work to do, which I'm grateful for that I'm able to have that awareness. But two, I think it really allowed me to understand that self-love, just like everything in life, it takes dedication and and deliberate actions and work mm-hmm. and consistency. You can't just Say one day, I, I love myself, and just set it and forget it. It's one of those things that you have to continually think about and you have to continually dive deeper into what it actually truly means. Because if you had asked me before I got the book, Do you, Heather, do you love yourself? I'm like, Yeah, like I'm pretty awesome. I've really done, I feel like a lot of work in discovering my strengths and embracing my light and all those things. Yeah. But it wasn't until I like, I've had this reaction to this book that's like, oh, okay, there is some more (laughs) stuff there that I need to uncover and I really need to dive and lean into. So that's what the book has done for me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is why when I'd seen you uh, post a story on that, I thought, oh, we have to bring that in because uh, self-love is about self-esteem, about confidence, about compassion. For ourselves, right? Yeah. 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 And it's
1: empowering when you love yourself. It's empowering. It removes a lot of roadblocks that could be standing in your way to achieving the things that you want to do if you are able to love the fact that you are who you are and embrace your strengths and weaknesses and just like, this is me. Let's just do this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so, how do you think we can develop and learn to self love?
1: It has to start like if you're in a place of the complete opposite to self love. I wouldn't mm. call it self hate because, yeah, that just sounds harsh and mean. Yeah. But I think it's just criticizing. Yeah. Self heart, like self harshness, self like criticism. Yeah. That, criticism. Those are good. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just about starting small. And just like anything we do is, as coaches, we always say, like, you just have to start small, even if it's, Finding one thing about so i'll I'll give you an example of something that I, I did with a client of mine who really struggled with self-criticism when looking at pictures of herself. She was um she has a lot of photos taken of herself, and every time she looked at them, she was always very self-critical. And actually, I think I've I, I heard this from Elise Myers, who's a uh, blowing up on Instagram. She's so awesome. Um she said that, Every time she sees a picture of herself before she feels like as she feels herself starting to get critical, she stops herself and points out three things that she likes about the photo. Mm. So it's like even if it's like I I like the color of my shirt or I like that there's a blue sky or something like that, it's just pointing out the little things that kind of allow you to, again, stop the pattern of of the thoughts that you have around yourself and the negativity around yourself and, Mm and shift it towards a direction that you'd like to have instead. Yeah. Yeah. The real true self-love has to come from within and it can't come from any external person thing telling you that you're beautiful or amazing because you'll never really truly believe them unless you believe it internally in yourself. And so for people that are looking for self-love, it really truly does have to come from within. It, It can't come from any external it's funny because you and I both have, like, we were talking about the self deprecating humor, and a lot of mm-hmm. people mistake that as me being not confident with myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's funny how I just recently, like, I've, I'm, that's just part of my humor, but it is humor. It's really, truly just like flippantly me just trying to make people laugh. <laughs> but I do, I've, I've had to become far more aware because around what do they say? The root behind every joke. Is a, is a little bit of truth. And so I've yeah. really kind of like, okay, I need to be mindful with my, even my self deprecating humor, even though mm-hmm. it always gets laughs and I love that. I need to be mindful with my words that I use with myself, outwardly yeah. and inwardly. So yeah. those are the two things that I just wanted to add about that.
0: And that's interesting that you brought that up because I was going to say that something that we need to, a good place to start is to always pay attention to what the voice is saying inside our heads, the room, yeah. roommate. Yeah, the roommate. In the, yeah. That's awesome. In the untethered that. soul, right? By Michael Singer, I think it is, right? Which yeah. I've been reading. Talks about that roommate that mm-hmm. always wants to sabotage us and self-criticize and never allow our true selves to shine. Yeah. And it's always just got to put that friend inside your head in check and yeah. say, uh-uh, hang on a second here. Listen, bozo. <laughs> so <laughs> I do think that self-love mm. and self-care equals
1: happiness what do you think <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> right it's funny i i my my belief about happiness is a little maybe different than everybody else's and i think we talked about this on our on our first episode happiness is a fleeting emotion if you actually look at the science of happiness no one ever mm. truly feels happy all the time yeah and so i think the ch- the the chase for happiness is unrealistic i think the chase for periodic happiness is absolutely realistic. And that's what we experience anyway. But what I truly feel the, the true meaning and the true journey that we need to be going on is, is self-fulfillment. And as I always say, it's bliss <laughs> just knowing your strengths yeah. and knowing your tools from an internal level. So do I think that self-love and self-care are the, the keys to bliss They're absolutely a big part of it? Because in those moments is when you're truly connected with self and that's what i've always said self care truly is and and self love as i mentioned it's about understanding who you are at a core level and loving that person regardless of what anyone else believes that's just their opinion yeah so i yeah. believe that those those are definitely part of it for sure yeah, yeah.
0: so I'll, I'll i'll say that again then self love plus self care <laughs> equals
1: Yes. Yes. I think there's. uh, Yeah. I. I I don't know if that's all of it, but it's certainly a very big part of it. Yes. Yes.
0: (laughs) You know, this is when you when you talk about connection to self. This is also connected to our spiritual journey here Mm. as well, right? And and it is all a journey. There's never this final destination. I think with self care and self love and paying attention to these two areas in our lives, we can create. More moments of happiness,
1: absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, I, I, definitely more agree moments with of that bliss sure. in our life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I definitely agree with that. I think but, happiness is part of bliss. Like it's kind of one yeah. of those like, if you were to write a recipe of bliss, it would it would include happiness as well as grief, as well as yeah. like all the things.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I was just thinking, you know, if you
0: had those like in the stories, Instagram stories, if you could see those. Heart pops that come up. You know, you add those little <laughs> gifts.
1: That's what you're giving be me a, a real idea.
0: <laughs> That's what'd be happening on my side. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. self care is something that is a big topic for you and, and definitely was last year. And I did a little bit of research in 2015, the number of Google searches for self-care has doubled and in 2021 there was a study completed in the United States and 75% of Americans believe self-care
1: activities
0: can help reduce stress
1: that reduces depression it reduces like anxiety and chronic fatigue and heart diseases and like there's it's just it's just endless what yeah. it actually helps with
0: yeah yeah Yeah, I know there's also a day, uh, International Self-Care Day is July the 24th. Oh, I'm writing that down. So for my listeners, July the 24th is International Self-Care Day. And yeah, it's a good opportunity to also remind friends and family members, work colleagues, to take time out for themselves and a reminder for all of us, you know, to, yeah. It's important to take time out.
1: Last year, Paula, around Valentine's Day, because you asked me what my feelings of Valentine's Day was. And I was like, I hate it because every day (laughs) should be.
0: (laughs) I feel like that's the
1: same. I feel like it's the same. Like, I love the fact that they've given it a day and like declared that July 24th is self-care day. Why can't we just do it every day? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Why does it have to be a thing? Like that just shows me that there's still so much work to do around the awareness around it.
0: Yeah, the importance of everyday there should be some you you should be doing something that is towards yeah. self-care.
1: And yeah. self-care
0: is definitely this big buzzword at the moment yeah. as well. Yeah. 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 So what I also discovered was six types of self-care: emotional, physical, social, practical, mental and spiritual love that yeah so if we think of emotional self-care what do you think things that we could do when it comes to emotional self-care
1: one of the greatest forms of self-care is setting boundaries with people Mm -hmm. and speaking your truth to people yeah And, and allowing yourself to feel emotions I yeah, think those this, are three probably big ones around emotional self care. Yeah,
0: and the speaking your truth is is difficult for I think the average person, right? Because you don't you I don't have difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I never yeah, yeah. had difficulty speaking my truth, but now I'm trying to rein it in. Yeah, sometimes I say things that I really sh- I just think
1: I shouldn't be saying that. I think it depends on my audience, but there's certain people that I have the same thing. Like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. I definitely have foot foot and milk disease, is what my dad calls it. (laughs) Listen,
0: I don't think we're alone. There's probably a listener tuning in now that is going, yeah, "Yeah," nodding their head, yeah. You know, I do. Just kind of just spills out of my mouth. Yeah, you know, just saying how it is, what it looks Mm -hmm. like, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, you need some people like us around, I think.
1: Absolutely.
0: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. But then if
1: we look at practical self-care. I would probably think about creating habits and patterns and routines for yourself in order to get through the day to lower any stress or anxiety that comes up around completing what needs to get done.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was saying here as well, taking professional development classes, workshops
1: like you're having. Yeah, no, I think depending on the level of burnout, I'll just say it, people are at, I'm not sure if diving right into self-development courses is the right thing, just because adding things like Let's create a plan about your routine can kind of overwhelm mm. someone even more. Yes. Like, I feel yes. like it It kind of needs to be reined back even before, depending on the level that you're at. But yeah, yeah no, I like, I, I look, I think back to when I really was breaking down and at mm. that moment, did I need all the self-development? Hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> was I ready for it and able to hear the messages? No, no. And it's always about meeting people where they're at and what they need in that moment. And yeah, so I think if you're ready for the self-development and actually making the changes that are going to be suggested when you are taking self-development courses, then yeah, go crazy, but yeah, be realistic with what you're capable of. And even if it's just, okay, I'm going to do laundry only once a week this week rather than. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah or I'm going to set a schedule of of my my meals so I don't even have to think about what I'm making. I'm just going to make the same thing every day, every week. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. that's at least lightening the the mental load for you in order for you to get used to that and then level up from that point.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and so what I heard there was lightening the mental load, right? Yeah. Especially for mums, parents working mm-hmm. working mums and Um, dads and having small children, sometimes, you know, not just one small child, but two small children and trying to juggle family life and work and, and balancing everything. And then still having me time, which oftentimes goes out the window.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it's overwhelming the amount of tasks that need to be completed for, for parents, especially nowadays with all the work and responsibilities and all the things that, they're doing for their kids it's just yeah mm-hmm. it takes a lot of deliberate action but what i want to do is really create as an expectation for all parents that another thing that they have to do they just have to do is take care of themselves yeah because without that level of care they're no use they they mm-hmm. may be able to get through today they might be able to function but in order for them to to, to survive and thrive and be the best for their kids they have it it's just like eating drinking and self care. It's just what has to be there in order for them to really truly be the best parent that they can right, be. Right? Yeah. And so, what are some physical things that
0: people can do for self care?
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it. It's the simplest thing: taking four. Box breaths. That's my favorite one that I talk about because it mm. literally takes three minutes. And I think a lot of the self care um, difficulties that people have when they think about self care is like, well, I don't have time for this. It's like, come on, you have three minutes. That's truly where you can start mm. is giving yourself three minutes to do a box breath. You can even be driving as you do it. Like you do, yes. it can be something that you're doing, washing the dishes and do your like box breaths. Mm. Like if you really, truly feel like you don't have three minutes, which I don't actually think you don't have three minutes, but anyway, that can be a perception that you have. Do it while you're doing something else. Batch your like multitask if you absolutely have to. Resting, allowing yourself to just rest when your body needs rest. Mm. Asking for the help you need.
0: Yeah, asking for help is a big one, right?
1: Yeah, I learned that lesson on Monday when I tried to pick up a box that I shouldn't pick. I mean, working your body, like moving your body, finding a way to incorporate some type of body movement in your day, whether it be dancing with your kids or walking around the block, or again, it's, it's, it doesn't have to be a long thing. It's really removing any time expectation and just doing what you can with the time that you have. Yeah.
0: And I think part of that is also... Maybe doing a little bit of planning and just looking at your day, your outline of your day and going, where can I fit in this five minutes or this 10 minutes? And then actually going and doing it. Yes. The more you do it, the more, you know, consistent you are with those steps.
1: Yeah. And I agree. I I absolutely love the idea of like creating time and space for the activity every single day. But the reality with kids is that that'll often get thrown out the window. The mm. little the little buggers are a little bit sporadic with when they get sick and don't sleep and all these types yeah. of things. So it's also allowing yourself to be flexible and knowing that like, oh my God, I got five minutes. I got time now, I got to do it now. Like, <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> rather than expecting it to be done at that time, if it doesn't yeah. get done at that time, just yeah. take take the minutes when you have them and, and yes. allow yourself to not find the motivation because the motivation won't be there. It's just be dedicated to it.
0: Yeah, yeah, and for listeners as well who don't have children, I mean, you know, sure you might have a busy life, but still to really find the time to take, yeah, know, for for self care, taking a walk, um, making sure you get in your eight hours sleep, making mm-hmm. sure that you know you are um, getting into the gym, exercising, um, sitting down and reading a book. You know, there's also the spiritual side, which is also not necessarily related to religion, but connecting to self through meditation, Mm -hmm. through yoga, through Mm -hmm. qigong, through breath work, Mm -hmm. all of that, even if it's just five minutes, will make all the difference to how your body is feeling and decrease the stress levels as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah.
0: So self-care is a very important topic, I think, right?
1: It's hugely important. And And I feel like there's another distinction that could we could we could touch on in the sense that that there's there's also two different types of self-care that I tend to focus on yes uh, restorative self-care and passive self-care and so the passive self-care is the stuff that we do when we just need to shut off our brain and just kind of like zone out so that's like watching binge watching Netflix and scrolling on that's our phones <laughs> <laughs> and um And even just laying on the couch and not truly connecting with self, like those are the types of things that sometimes we need to do. And that's totally fair. Like when you have truly hit overload, sometimes you just need to Netflix and chill and just like chill out and turn off your mind. But it's important to realize that those types of things aren't truly going to make you feel better in the long run. They may put a bandaid on how you feel in the moment, um, depending on the person, like It's hard to say how you feel after you watch Netflix for eight hours, but um, it's important to check in with yourself. And after you've watched the eight hours of Netflix, do I feel rejuvenated? Do I feel re-energized? Do I feel connected with self? Do I feel as though I could go a day now and and not feel stressed out? And if you can't answer those things, then that's not the right type of self-care for you. You need to then go into the restorative self-care, which truly plugs you into your energy source and allows you to rejuvenate and power up your battery so you're not in low power mode and allows you to connect with yourself and truly understand what you're feeling and how you're feeling and what's contributing to those feelings and Mm. be more yeah whole coming out of it
0: yeah and so what would be an example of a restorative
1: Let's doing the things that, like you were talking about. It really is a personal thing, like, and that's yeah. when it kind of, it's kind of hard. Like, I'd love to say everyone must do yoga, but yeah. not everyone is going to deal with yoga the same. Like, yeah. so I mean, things that typically work for people are things like meditation and yoga, getting out in nature, connecting with someone that you can have a true, honest conversation with, um, getting creative, moving your body. It's, it's really truly just about how do you connect with self? How do you mm-hmm. go inside and figure out what is happening for you and who you are and what do you need? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I love that connect with self, which is so mm-hmm. important. Are you listening to your body and how connected are you with yourself that you're, yeah. you're seeing and feeling The messages that your body is sending you for time out. Wonderful. Well, you know, this has been a beautiful conversation and I want to thank you again for joining me. I found a really beautiful quote by Robert Morley and he said, to fall in love with yourself is the first secret to happiness. Oh, I love it. Beautiful, right? Yeah. Any last words of wisdom you would
1: like to share with listeners around self-love, self-care? No, I just love you. And I think you're amazing and incredible. And I'm so glad you're back to podcasting. And <laughs> Thank I, you. <laughs> and I'm so glad to see you back.
0: And yeah, I just can't wait to chat to you again. Thank you so much, Heather. And we will be in touch soon. And for listeners Thanks, again.
1: They can find
0: all your connection details in the show notes. Yeah, thanks, Paula. Listener, my hope for you is that this topic and information share has left you wanting to take a step back. Be gentle with yourself and evaluate your life, your emotional and physical state. Asking yourself, am I making self-care and self-love an important part of my life? And my hope is that Heather and I have left you feeling inspired to take action in your life. I think you can agree that creating a regular routine for self-care and self-love is so important. Once again, I would appreciate if you shared this episode or any past episodes with friends and family. Your reviews are always welcome. And please connect with me via my social media feeds. Links are in the show notes. And you are always welcome to email me at kmkywithparla at gmail.com. And I'm not sure about your religious beliefs, your spiritual beliefs, your religious background. But what I know for sure for myself is that there is someone that is greater than me, who is there to support us and guide us. All we have to do is ask. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate you. That is it from me, Paula, your host here at Knowing Me, knowing you. Goodbye for now.